Welcome to the Created for This Birth podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Lewis. I'm a holistic mama to a four-year-old, currently pregnant with my second, a childbirth educator, and lover of all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. I'm here to equip you to birth without second-guessing your choices, empower you to trust your God-given abilities, and encourage you to choose faith and strength over fear and coercion. Each episode, I'll cover different topics, interview professionals, and more. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready for a class, check out createdforthisbirth.com. Now let's dive in. All right, so today's episode is on questions to ask your care provider. So one of the things that I did during my first pregnancy, and even when we moved and I was transferring care, was to interview my doctors and midwives. So it's very important that you get to know them because they are working for you. We are often made to feel as though we are working for them and that they're allowing and doing us favors and things like that, that they are the top of the command chain. But in reality, they're not, regardless of if it's a midwife or an OB. Um, so just make sure that your OB of choice, or your midwife of choice is aligned with what's important to you. And um, that's really one of the biggest things you can do to have a birth experience that you actually want to have. It's just making sure that there's that alignment. Um, it's one of the biggest decisions you can make. And I kind of touched on this a little bit in episode five, where I talked through the differences between OBs and midwives. So Before we get into the questions and before I forget to mention it, because mom brain and currently pregnant brain has been getting worse the more pregnant I get, I do have a home birth workshop and these questions that I'm going to talk about today and more are included as a free PDF guide with that workshop. So you can print those out, utilize those questions. Um, It also goes into depth a little bit more than what I'll cover on this episode today, so be sure you make a note to go and check that out. It's a really great workshop, whether you're considering a home birth or planning your first home birth. It will help you explore and navigate the option of home birth. It covers things like safety, benefits, how to overcome fears, and how to best prepare yourself and even your home for one. So, okay. Let's say you have a few OBs or midwives you're considering, or you have the one you've used before, or maybe you've already chosen your care provider that you want to use. Awesome. You can still ask them these questions, even if you're 30 weeks pregnant. In fact, if you haven't had a conversation like this with them at all, even recently, I would definitely do it. So first, let's start off with my four tips and things to keep in mind before you even start asking any questions. Okay, so first, let's not assume that really anything about your care provider. Don't assume that one is more understanding or more supportive than another. Don't assume that all midwives support physiological birth. Don't assume that your provider has your best interests in mind. And don't assume that just because your sister loved your OBGYN that you will love them too. Um, secondly, interview several providers from several different practices. So this was one of the things that I did when I moved here, I interviewed a midwifery practice and I interviewed with an OB. So if you're in a rotation type setting for an OB office, I would really try to be sure to meet with the ones that are likely to be on call for your birth. Um, also ask people for recommendations, but be sure to also ask them what they liked and what they didn't like about the provider because your sister might've loved 
that her OB scheduled an induction at 38 weeks before the holidays, but that might be something that you're trying to avoid at all costs. Thirdly, ask open-ended questions without revealing your own personal beliefs. You want your provider to answer your questions based on their own beliefs and not have them answer questions in a way that agrees with yours. So we really want to avoid what the all-too-common bait-and-switch that some providers do where they agree and they say, yeah, sure, and then when you get in there, they guilt you into doing something you don't want to do. Um... And then most importantly, you can always change providers. If someone is telling you that you cannot, they don't have your best interests at heart. You need to feel comfortable putting yourself first. And if that means firing your provider, even late in pregnancy, do it. Um, Just to encourage you in that, I was probably 36 weeks pregnant by the time I decided between an OB and a midwife. And I think I really only actually had maybe three visits with them before my son was born, but like we had such a good connection and I felt super supported just in that time with them that it didn't feel off at all. Okay. So grab a pen or your phone if you're not driving and get ready to write down these questions. You can always come back and re-listen if you need to get them. Um, these are my top five general questions that I would ask a care provider. Sorry if I sound a little extra breathy. I am getting very pregnant and it's very hard to sit and talk a lot. Just makes me need to take a lot of breaths. Okay, so that gave you a little bit extra time. Hopefully you have your pen, your pencil, whatever. All right, number one, how do you handle long labors? Number two, what are the reasons you would recommend a cesarean? Number three, how do you support the natural hormones that help my baby and me through labor, birth, breastfeeding, and bonding? Will you honor my right to informed consent? How many ultrasounds do you recommend? What is your policy regarding the routine use of interventions? So things like electronic fetal monitoring, IV fluid, cervical checks, Pitocin, for your third stage management. And then... I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just kidding. This is seven. (laughs) This is number seven for you. Um, How would you handle my care if I went past 41 weeks or 42 weeks? So those are all kind of general. They work for pretty much any style of care provider. Um, Now here are a few that are home birth specific. So what situations would lead you to transfer me to the hospital during my labor? Do you have a relationship with an OB practice and hospital in town? And what would it look like if I transferred to the hospital during my labor? Would you come with me? That is a very important question to ask that last one because you really want to make sure that you're on the same page with your midwife. That way, if something does happen, you're prepared. You know whether they're going to come because not all midwives will come with you to the hospital. Um, And it's also important to know if they have any privileges. So a lot of standalone birth center midwives, out-of-hospital midwives, they typically may not have privileges in the hospital, which means if they do come with you to the hospital, they're likely just coming as a support person, as a friend. Um, They're not going to be able to actually um, practice being a midwife. So keep that in mind. And then here are some questions 
for those of you that are using an OB. So what are the reasons you would perform a cesarean? How often do you perform cesareans? You really want to get those statistics from them. Um, number three, what do you think makes your cesarean rate so high or so low when the WHO, World Health Organization, recommends keeping that number below 10% or births? How will you help me avoid a cesarean? So that's kind of all about cesareans. And then how many people can I have in the room with me? And finally, how often do you attend non-medicated births? Okay, so like I said, if you did not get to write these down, I flew through them today. Be sure to bookmark this episode and come back to write them down or sign up for access to my home birth workshop and you'll get all of these questions and more and then even have a section in there where we go through how to assess their answers, different types of red flags to watch out for, and even how to change providers if you find yourself needing to change. So all of that is super helpful. Even if you're not having a home birth, you can totally sign up for access to the workshop and just get that PDF. That PDF alone is going to be worth it. So I hope that this helps you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged for this week. If you know anyone that could benefit from this episode or any of the episodes, I'd love it if you could share this with them. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more support, be sure to check out the resources that I offer at createdforthisbirth.com. I host webinars and workshops. I have free downloads for you, and I'm here to support you the best that I can. And if you're ready, I do offer online live courses from time to time. So be sure to check that out at createdforthisbirth.com. Thank you.